Hey, Pendulum Land podcast listeners, welcome to our Thanksgiving intermezzo. It's it's Thanksgiving, so we're not going to have a full episode what? Whoa, today. Whoa, 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 what's, what, what's happening? What's happening here, Kristen? I, uh, I am the host of the Pendulum Land podcast, and I introduce all of our podcasts. Well, Dave, I'm introducing the podcast today. What's what? You're not the only host. What? I'm the boss. Oh, gosh. No, listen, you're not you're not the boss. And I was a little frankly, I was a little concerned you were going to mess this up. You, you were afraid I was going to mess this up. Like how many times have I messed up anything on this podcast? Like how many times? List them. List them. And I'll tell you what, I bet it would be the exact same list as what you know about the state of New Hampshire. Oh, there's nothing on that list. Bingo. Hey, calm down. What? Dave, listen, I am Z Captain now. Oh, God. This, this is how oh, this God. episode is going to go. I'm in charge. Oh. Hey, listen, seriously, I do have some news, it, and okay. it's kind of big. Okay. You remember how we made a deal with our listeners that if we got listeners from all 50 states, we were going to have Ross Green sing Whitney Houston's I Will Always Love You <laughs> yeah. in a man yeah. On the podcast? Yeah, I do remember that, but we were missing like six states. We and were I... missing six states, but listen, listen, here's the great news. We got another one. We did? Yeah, Arkansas is in the house. Oh, we got that state that's named after Kansas, but they don't pronounce them their name like Kansas. Yeah, because they're like, that's Kansas, but this is our Kansas. Oh, got it. Well, at least they're in the his house. At least they're in the his house. So so that only leaves. Let's see. We've got five states left. We've got Idaho, New Hampshire, North Dakota, Vermont, and Wyoming. Would someone please, for the love of all things holy, call Mike Murray up in North Dakota and ask him to give us a little, little sympathy listen, please? Can somebody do that for us? Help us out. Let me tell you what. If Ross Green dons a mankini and sings that Whitney Houston classic, there will be pandemonium among our listeners. Absolute pandemonium. Oh, I love it when you use your big words. Do you do you even know what pandemonium means? Yeah, I know what a lot of big words mean. I attended the great University of Virginia. I know you like to mention that. So what does pandemonium mean? It's like what all heck is going to break loose when Ross Green sings in the mankini. Oh, this is so embarrassing. Dave, that's not what that word means at what? all. Are you sure? Yes. I, I'm so tired of having to tell you what words really mean. So pandemonium is like when you go to a fancy zoo that has pandas, okay? Uh -huh. You know how they have like like a little hut and they're in there like eating their bamboo and yeah. stuff? So years ago, they used to call those panda condominiums oh. because it's like it's where they live and they're like little condos for pandas, a panda condominium. But over the years, zoologists have decided to just, it's much easier to just call it a pandemonium. So it's like a panda condominium at a zoo, a pandemonium. Uh, are you sure about this? How come yeah. I didn't know this? I don't know. I mean, I went to Texas Tech, so I don't know. Maybe we have better vocabulary there. I don't know. You majored in music. You didn't use words in college. <laughs> well, I'm just happy I can help you out. So just remember pandemonium, okay? You're welcome. Well, thank you. Does wait a minute. Does Ross Green know that he's on the hook for this stunt? No, I told you before, if he knew about it, he'd never agree to do it. And so once we get this done, he's not gonna have a choice. He's on a need to know basis, just like everything else. I think that's a good plan. Yeah. You know, Kristen, this Thanksgiving is totally different from last year and frankly every other year before that. I keep hearing about people canceling their traditional Thanksgiving dinners. They're canceling their gatherings. 
And this is all because of COVID. We are in such strange times right now. Yeah, it's going to be very different. Hey, what are what are you doing for Thanksgiving? Well, since you asked, uh, I was thinking about opening up a tasty tin of Spam and cooking it in a cast iron skillet just the way our good buddy Rob Thomas taught us to do that. You know, that sounds delicious. And speaking of Spam, do you remember how Rob Thomas sent us those amazing Spam masks? Yes, Spam face panties. How could I forget? Let's not call them that. They're masks. But listen, so Rob Thomas was on two episodes with us. He has an incredible blog at inversecondemnation.com, and he sent us these really cool spam masks. I wear mine all the time, and I got to tell you, Dave, I get more compliments on that spam mask than I think any article of clothing I've ever purchased in my life. So thanks, Rob. That doesn't hey, surprise me at all, judging by some of the things you wear. That wasn't very nice. Well, I've, I'm on point with my spam mask. Hey, is, is Rob still in Virginia? That's a good question. He's finishing up a semester uh, as an adjunct professor at William and Mary Law School in Williamsburg, Virginia. And I think he's getting ready to head back west. Should we give him a quick call and see what he's up to? Oh, great idea. Okay. All right. Hold on one second. Hi, Robert here. Robert Thomas, Dave Arnold, and Kristen Bennett from the Pendulum Land Podcast. How are you? Good. How are you here today? We're doing well. We're doing well. So, Rob, I have two questions for you this morning. Number one, how the hell are you? Really good. Just wrapped up the, the semester for two classes here at William and Mary in Williamsburg. So yeah. I'm looking forward to Thanksgiving and then the grading period begins. That's when the real work on my side starts. Yeah. You, do you know what I don't miss from law school? And I don't, I don't know whether they still do it at William and Mary. As you know, I went to William and Mary and on the right. second floor outside of what I think might have been, well, it was the trust and estates classroom. They had what was called the wailing wall. <laughs> and all and the and they identified you by social security number. So you had to go find your social security number, which was posted on the wall, and then find your grade. And oh, it was no fun. That I is, don't miss those days. That is old school. I mean, even if they were still doing that today, um, the school for the last semester has been mostly a, a ghost town, with a few exceptions of some in-person classes. But these days, they drop your grades on you by email. Oh. They're posted. It's like electronic filing. You have a new opinion at the court. Go get it. <laughs> um, and then, you know, it's the longest 30 seconds of your life while you log on to go find out, you know, whether you won, lost, or, or otherwise. Or, but uh, they get their grades delivered electronically now. That sounds Here. miserable. So the, so the whaling takes place over the internet. Okay. <laughs> Rob, we have a second question for you. So this is a weird year. Obviously, things have been weird at William and Mary. Things are weird across the country. We're still dealing with the pandemic. Thanksgiving's going to feel a little different, I think, for most people. So we want to know what what are your plans for Thanksgiving? Are you going to Hawaii? Are you going to California? What are you eating? Well, Hawaii is still locked down, um, and and unless you have a an approved negative test result from an approved vendor, you've got to go into fourteen days of self quarantine. So. I think I'd, I don't feel like spending my holidays doing that. So I'm going to go about halfway back to California um, because I understand it has not burned down in the last two weeks. That's good news. What are you going to eat for Thanksgiving? Do you, do you plan a well, big meal? Well, you know, this is confession time. You know what people from Hawaii like to eat. We're the number one purveyors or the consumers of that delicious treat that you've just, you and we have all discussed before on your podcast, and that is Spam. Yes. Yes. 
Yes. Yeah. So, you know, we're going to have roast spam, grilled spam, you know, um, roasted <laughs> baked spam, uh, you know, spam with spam with cranberry sauce and, you know, the whole the whole varieties. Oh, that sounds like a treat. I'm in. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> no pun intended. A treat. Okay, I gotcha. It's a cool, culinary delight is what I would well, call it. Well, uh, speaking of which, um, I understand that uh, uh, you are aficionados of uh, a an art form, a literary form, um, that, that my Japanese mother um, was in her DNA. So it's kind of come into my DNA, too. And that is the... Haiku. Did I understand that correctly? Yes, yes. We have ah. been we've been inviting listeners to send us their right of way or eminent domain haikus. Well, um, I, you know, I have I have one. Uh, you know, uh, when I was thinking about it, I thought I should deliver my Thanksgiving menu to you in haiku. Oh. Um, and so my first inclination was just to do the Monty Python thing and say spam. What is it? 17 times, right? Because that counts as a haiku, five, seven, five, right? And spam is a one syllable uh, word. So, hey, that counts. But, you know, it, it, mine goes spam, 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 spam. I love you. Spam. But then I thought that's not creative enough. You know, that's that's pretty lame, Thomas. So how about this? And this goes to what I think you and we have discussed before. What is the best of the flavored spams? And, and it comes down to this. Tabasco spam is the best spam. No demur. Exceptions overruled. <laughs> you know, Robert, I think it's those are a very impressive haikus, but also you read them well. I think a lot of times when I'm thinking about a haiku, I talk like this or count on my fingers. So that was lovely. Well, you know, it, uh, <laughs> uh, my colleagues probably wonder why I'm walking around uh, saying spam and rehearsing this um, beforehand, <laughs> you know, the dramatic performance here. But I also have, I understand that you also uh, like uh, uh, eminent domain haiku. And I, you know, in the spirit of the season, I have a couple of naughty ones and a couple of nice ones. Okay. How about those? We're, oh, we're, we're in. Let's hear it. Well, you know, this, this goes back to something, Dave, uh, a, a case you might be familiar with. And this is the, well, you know, I'm a, I'm a property owner's lawyer. So from, I, I geared it, the naughty label, to your perspective. Oh, boy. Darling, <laughs> what oh, is boy. on the court's Thanksgiving menu? Dare I say oysters? Oh. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. Oh, my. Oh, boy. And what to drink here? Condom Nor's cocktail. Care to imbibe a highball? Regrets, low balls only. Oh, oh, hold on a minute. Oh my, Robert. Yeah. And here's here's our last naughty uh, eminent domain haiku. Kilo, very wrong. With Barrett now in D.C., time to revisit. Ooh. Oh my. Okay. Oh boy! But I have a couple of nice ones, you know. Okay. I, my mom always said, "Be a good guest when you come to somebody's house." So I have a couple of ones that you might appreciate from the pro or the 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 right of way or condemner's side. Here we go. Been relocated. Rights of way bumming your trip. Pendulum swoops in. Ah, <laughs> oh, there we go. That was a good one. Okay, and then finally, an ode to. 
the crossover episodes that you and my friend Clint Schumacher in Texas of the Eminent Domain podcast have been doing. Uh, I use that, by the way, as an example to my law students to say, even though we fight hard in court, we can still, the profession is sound. We still can, can uh, kid each other outside of court and in the great tradition of the English barristers and inns of court, we're not at each other's throats once the case is over. But here we go. Clint and Pendulum, podcasts together, in sync. What's next? Cats and dogs together? <laughs> That's fabulous. You Those are, are great. Words. And for that, I'm kind of, after that, I'm kind of tapped out. Um, you have, you, you've tapped into the, the, the depth of the well of my creative juices this, this day. Well, that exceeded every expectation possible, Robert. That was fantastic. And we, we really appreciate you um, sharing that with us. And anybody who's interested in hearing Robert's thoughts, sometimes his thoughts are very, very wrong on things. And, and he knows that, but he knows that, but, but he's got a great blog called inversecondemnation.com that he updates regularly. And it's a longstanding blog, a uh, great place to go get information about eminent domain and right of way issues. And I think you had a, you had a piece on, you were a piece on a, a recent Virginia Supreme court argument that occurred that I think might have been included in one of your haikus just then. Is that right? It, it sure was. Uh, I mean, it was a pun on the Darling case. And of course, you should you should know this case because you're involved in it. And I understand why you you can't comment it. But I'm, I'm sitting on the outside looking on or actually listening in as the Virginia Supreme Court live streamed the arguments that what were now about two weeks ago in a, a very interesting and important uh, inverse, or I'm not sure if it's considered an inverse case or a regulatory takings case, um, but that involved uh, uh, the interests in property um, in uh, submerged portions of uh, a river in, in an estuary that flows into Chesapeake Bay. And my students and I listened live, by the way, um, and it confirmed everything we had been learning throughout the semester, that judges and courts and justices still ask you about what sticks in the bundle of property rights are you talking about? So uh, from an outside observer, I mean, I can't uh, predict which way the court's going to go on this, but the, the questions and the uh, responses from the advocates you included, I thought were, were very, very much a learning experience uh, for uh, the law students. They saw great professionals in action uh, they saw the questions that we've been asking throughout the semester being asked by the the judge, the justices, and responded to. I thought in in very cogent ways by all of the advocates involved. And so now we just wait. I think we're just waiting for a decision at this point, right, Dave? Yeah, yeah. I think it'll be a couple of months. And as you said, I can't really comment on it except to say that I am quite confident that you and I would disagree on just about every argument and every point presented in that case. But I think there's one thing we can definitely agree on and that this is a very important case and could have oh, yes. profound impacts possibly nationally going forward. So yes. And in fact, a student of mine is going to be, uh, he has done a summary of the case for a national audiences and is actually going to be publishing that in the zoning and planning law report um, coming up to give people nationwide sort of a preview of the case. It'll come out sometime in the first quarter of next year. Oh boy. Um, 
we did a, a case study of that case and, and he wrote up a, a scholarly analysis of, of, the, uh, of the arguments and the cases that are discussed um, in, in your briefs and others and by the court. Well, Rob, I think we, when this decision comes down, it would sure be fun to have you on for some commentary in season two of our podcast. Would you be interested? Absolutely. You know, if you don't mind me, me kind of gloating of the win. Right. <laughs> don't mind. We'll, we'll um, see. We'll see. We'll Robert. see. Demanding a recount. We're going to have a recount. Um, <laughs> I don't think that's we'll how do. that works. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's how the Supreme Court works. And you know that, Robert. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to wrap it up. Thank you for taking our call. And thank you for the fantastic <laughs> haiku. I, I uh, wow, I, I'm blown away. I'm blown away, and and we will look forward to having you back sometime in 2021 to talk about oysters and not eating oysters, but um, harvesting. We'll, we'll them. have to, you know, we'll have to do this uh, perhaps on Zoom, and and each of us have some oysters with Tabasco in front of us. Absolutely. All right, Rob. Now, thank you me. so much for your time. All right, and keep up the good work on the podcast. We will. Hey, that was really fun. Hey, Dave, do you remember when we did the World Climb back in Portland? The instructor training through the International Right-of-Way Association. That was a blast. Oh, my gosh. It was so much fun. So much talent. So many great people there. And I was just thinking, do you remember one of our star students who really stood out to us? Me? No, Dave, you were a facilitator. I'm talking about one of our star students. One of the best. And I'll give you a hint. She has a bar name. She has a bar name? Yeah. Then it must be... Our good friend Cindy Welpley. Cindy Welpley, also, aka Julie. Julie. Hey, Kristen, do you have a bar name? Well, I do now. It's newly appointed to me, but it's Courtney. Oh, the, <laughs> okay. Okay. Hey, do you have a bar name? No, of course I don't have a. Hey, let's give Cindy a call. What do you think? Okay, Chad. <laughs> okay, stand by. Cindy Welpley, it's Dave Arnold and Kristen Bennett. How are you? Fantastic. How are you? We're doing great. So, Cindy, we have we have two questions for you. Number one, how the hell are you? Oh, I'm doing just great. You caught me uh, putting Christmas lights up on the roof. But it's still November. What are you doing, Cindy? I'm running a little late. They're usually up right after Halloween. Oh, my God. You're one of those people, right? I am one of those. And they don't come down till Valentine's Day. <laughs> oh, we're, you know what? You're getting more bang for your buck. If you're going to put the time in and the effort, you might as well enjoy it for a minute. I'm with you. So, yeah, my kids want to put up the Christmas tree today, so why not? So, Cindy, it's a weird it's a weird time. It's a weird year. Nothing is as it was before. We've got a pandemic. Is your Thanksgiving look different? What are you doing for Thanksgiving this year? Well, yeah, we're not going to have as many people, but we're just going to have still the same menu. Uh, we're uh, doing some musubi for an appetizer. And then I'm making musubi. Yeah. Have you ever heard of musubi? I haven't. It's a Thanksgiving tradition at our house. It's a a nice little cake of uh, rice, fried Spam slice wrapped in nori or uh, dried seaweed. You are speaking my love language. That sounds delicious. Delicious. So what else is on the menu? Well, we've got a, a little turkey. And then on the side, we've got some Spam fried rice, another family tradition. All right. All right. Well, I like your style. I really like your style. Me too. That's making me very hungry for spam specifically. And would you and would you consider sharing any of your spam recipes with the podcast one day? 
cannot it's family secret but uh-huh. i could share i gotta tell you i've got i've been working on my haikus after oh. hearing your podcast my first one is uh you guys want to hear one yeah yes. yeah definitely oh, okay Absolutely. all right so i came up with this in the car because uh, i do a lot of windshield time uh doing our right away work and uh pretty proud of this one so it goes like this hey smell that sizzle crispy pink slices on rice Wham, bam, thank you, spam. Bravo, <laughs> bravo, love it, Cindy. Beautifully, beautifully written. Love it. <laughs> I got one more, though, for those that are anti-spam. Uh, there, no, oh, there's no such okay. thing. There's no such thing as anti-spammers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, ridiculous. White jelly on sketchy pink. Let's order pizza. What? <laughs> <laughs> Why would you ever order pizza when you have spam? Or is the idea to order the pizza and then put the spam on it and pop it? Now in the oven? we're talking. I do think there's there's spam, spam haters out there. No, I got to tell you, I do, and, and this is going to be a double whammy. Uh, I love spam and pineapple on my pizza. Can you actually get it on your pizza out there, or do you have to put it on your? No, shelf? I got to make it. I got to make it. Right, right. Cindy, well, I'll split that pizza with you. That sounds delicious. I'm in. I don't know. I don't much care for pineapple on my pizza, but spam, you got me. You got me. You had me at spam. So one last thing, and then we'll let you go, because I, I know you want to finish putting up your Christmas lights, is um, well, why do you have a bar name? Oh, that goes back to just college days. Julie was the, the name that uh, my girlfriends picked out, and when uh, <clears throat> something happened that I didn't want to remember or I didn't remember, Julie did it. So Julie's the <laughs> Julie's the one that wears red lipstick in the bar. <laughs> and does she introduce herself as Julie or is it Cindy and I'm here with my imaginary friend Julie? No, she introduces herself as Julie. Nice. Julie everybody sounds- needs a bar name. Everybody needs a bar name. <laughs> Julie sounds like a blast. Well she is. She's I have way a- more fun than I am. <laughs> I have a bar name because I was inspired by you, and my bar name is Courtney. <laughs> You are definitely a Courtney. I can see it. I can I like see it. it. Dave and to me looks like a Chad. Oh, <laughs> he's a total Chad. He's a total Chad. Yeah, I've I've even got the last name to go with it. Do you know what my last name bar name is? What you have a last name for a bar name? That's new. What is it? Yeah, because sometimes people are like, "What's your last name?" You would uh, did your first my my baloney has a first name. What's your last name? Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's actually Harwick. What do you think, Chad Harwick? Chad uh, Harwick? Yeah. As long that's as he's that, buying me a drink, I'm okay with Chad Hardwick. <laughs> that that sounds like a guy who might make some bad decisions at a bar. Is what that he sounds would. like to me. Hey, yeah, I'd it, hang out with him. <laughs> as you both know, I never make bad decisions, period. Well, thank you so much, uh, Julie, for joining us on the Pendulum Land podcast. I hope you have a great Thanksgiving, and I hope you get to spend some time with family. Gobble, gobble. Thanks, Thanks, Dave. Thanks, Kristen. Thanks, Cindy. Happy Thanksgiving. We'll see you. Oh, man, she's so much fun. Bar name, spam, haiku. She really is. She's an absolute delight. Hey, speaking of fun, do you remember how much fun we had when we were on Clint Schumacher's Eminent Domain podcast a week or so ago? He invited our entire crew over to his podcast, and that was 50 minutes of liquid gold, man. Oh, my gosh. It was so much fun. He's he's got a lot of listeners. I think he's got like over... 50 episodes recorded. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he's good. He's doing some good stuff. So, hey, listeners, if you want to hear a great eminent domain podcast, you should head over and check out Clint's 
Eminent Domain Podcast. Yeah, yeah. Tell them what it's called, Kristen. Uh, the Eminent Domain Podcast. Right, but what's the name of his Eminent Domain Podcast? Dave, the title of the podcast is The Eminent Domain Podcast. What? Are you sure? Why is this confusing? Well, that's like saying the title of the TV show Breaking Bad is the TV show about drugs. Well, I bet people would still watch it. And I bet people will still listen to Clint's podcast and it's easy to find that way. So check it out. The Eminent Domain Podcast. Yeah, that's a good idea. And let's see what our buddy Clint's up to. He's down in your neck of the woods in Texas, right? He sure is. Let's give him a call. Okay, let's call him. This is Clint. Clint, it's Dave Arnold and Kristen Bennett from the Pendulum Land Podcast. How are you? I'm good. So, Clint, we have two questions for you this Thanksgiving week. Number one, how the heck are you? Dave, I'm doing okay, man. Thank, thank you for asking. We still got a lot of work to do before Thanksgiving, but we're, we're getting it done. So, um, thank you for asking. I'm doing all right. How about yourself? We're doing okay. It's a strange, strange time right now during the COVID. Kristen and I were talking about that earlier. And, um, so it's going to be weird to see how things unfold this week. That brings us to our second question for you, Clint. And that is, with things being strange and plans getting canceled and turkeys being scarce, what are you doing for Thanksgiving? What are your plans? Well, that's a good question. And it is a strange year. And in a normal year, I will get together with a big uh, part of my mom's family and have a big get together uh, out, at, out at one of my aunt's houses. Obviously, that's changing a little bit this year. So I got to doing some research. And I was reading about the original Thanksgiving. And of course, they suspect that the, the pilgrims and the Indians got together and had, had turkey. But the other thing they suspected is that they had some kind of stew. And they thought they probably had venison stew. Well, you know, I live in the city. And so I can't really go out and hunt deer for venison stew. And so after my last conversation with you guys talking about this Brunswick stew that they have in Virginia, yeah, I thought, well, I can probably find some squirrels to make to make Brunswick stew. Yes. And so I got I got together with my trusty dog Sam and Sam Sam can hunt him a squirrel now. And so he's really good at treeing squirrels. And I thought, well, you know, here again, I live in the city and we have pretty, you know, you, you can't exactly go shooting off your rifles and, and shotguns inside the city, but my kids have a blow dart gun. And so I took Sam, my Dodson, and my blow dart gun, and I have been hunting squirrels. Now, I have to tell you, I haven't had much success yet, but I haven't, you know, I haven't really pressed it too much because I don't know how squirrels keep in the freezer. And we're still, you know, as, as I'm talking to you guys, we're still a couple of days out from Thanksgiving. But we intend to get a lot more intense and see if we can come up with some squirrels and make some Thanksgiving Brunswick stew. So I, I assume that's what y'all are doing as well. So wait, 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 wait. So yeah. you're hunting squirrels with a blow dart gun and a dachshund. Hey, you, you got to use what you got. <laughs> yeah, yeah there's the pandemic. We we do what we have to do. <laughs> I'm going to take my but, trusty my trusty poodle hunting in the yeah. woods. Now, in my free time, when I haven't been hunting squirrels and, and trying to, you know, fend off uh, overreaching governmental entities, I did write a little bit of poetry that I wanted to share with you guys, if you're willing to listen. Yes, you would be. Oh, yes, yeah. this is perfect. This is great. And so, you know, er, er, all these haikus, that's the, you know, everybody's talking about how great haikus are. And and I'll, I'll have to admit, I'm not a poet. And so I had to look up what a haiku was um, to, to try to join this trend that we have going on. And I've got a modern haiku. I'm not sure it follows the exact format, but, but here it is. Let me try it out. on The government says we asked for too much, but they forget that they asked first. And 
they were not invited. That was the crowd. That's the crowd booing. <laughs> is there more? <laughs> I, I forget. Maybe this is not the right audience for that. No, no, it's perfect. It's perfect. <laughs> I love it. Clint, you're a poet. I didn't, I had no idea. That was, that was beautiful. That's what, that's what my son said. He says, dad, you're a poet. You don't even know it. That's great. That's great. So we were talking a little bit, Clint, you've got a podcast of your own. That's far more established than ours. You've got a uh, 55, 56 episodes and, and many, many listeners, basically the same topic, but kind of the um, other side of the fence. What's, what's the name of your podcast? Well, it's the eminent domain podcast, Dave. Yeah. Hey. Uh, Clint, I know it's an eminent domain podcast. Like what's the name of it? Yeah. You know, believe it or not, we really do call it the eminent domain podcast. I, I, I hired a marketing company to come up with an original name and I paid a lot of money for that. I will tell you, having tried a bunch of cases against landowner lawyers, you guys are usually a lot more creative than that. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, Clint, thank you for joining us for this quick Thanksgiving intermezzo on the Pendulum Land podcast. I hope that you and your family have a really, really um, joyous Thanksgiving, even in these difficult times. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. are very welcome. Kristen, you're welcome as well. I hope you all have a happy Thanksgiving. Well, thanks for joining us, listeners. We had a great time with you today. I hope everybody has a great Thanksgiving. As a quick reminder, we want to hear from you. We want to hear your haikus. Haiku? I don't know what the plural is of that. What is it? High IQs. Uh, Not that's not that. I think it's haiku, but maybe haikus. Anyway, send us your haiku, coos, whatever, and we'll read them on the air. We want to hear from you. They can be about spam. You can poke fun at your adorable hosts, or you can send us a haiku about this industry, this amazing industry of eminent domain. Okay. I hope we get some good ones because we had some pretty good ones today. Hey, Kristen, before we go, can we do, can we do just one listener shout out? If we're just doing one, this better be a good one. Okay, it is a good one. So I want to th- I want to thank I want to thank legendary Billy Squire for being an avid listener of the Pendulum Land podcast. Thank you, Billy, and we are stroking it every time on this podcast. First of all, uh, I don't even really know what to say except that I'm pretty sure Billy Squire is not listening to our podcast. Of course, he's listening to our podcast. Everybody Wait, so- listens to us. Did he like share one of our posts about it or something? Like, how do you know? No, he's very private. I just know. I can tell. I can feel his aura when I upload it. So this is just a feeling you have. Well, it's kind of a feeling like I feel like the sun's going to rise tomorrow. Just like that. Okay. Well, hey, Mr. Squire, I guess. Thanks for listening, I guess. We appreciate it. Listener shout out to Billy Squire, the insurance salesman. Bad. Kristen, bad. So don't forget to join us when we come back. We actually have something really special coming up. We have two episodes with the spectacular Andrea Carolan from Down Under. That will be on December 1st and December 8th. Fascinating conversations about what eminent domain looks like in Australia. And that's not what they call it. Spoiler alert. Hey, Kristen. What? You know, Andrea? Yeah, I know Andrea. If she were a president, she'd be Abraham Lincoln. Dave. Spam, 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 I love you, spam. <laughs>